0: So my grandmother, Frances Jane, is legendary in our family for her holiday handmade pies. My husband lives to find a good coffee spot in every town he visits for work. My sons both left to dive headfirst into old-fashioned burgers at old-fashioned diners. One of my most beloved food experiences, one that I still need to document in fact, was a very simple unexpected lunch in a picturesque Oceanside rooftop cafe Havana, Cuba. Food memories are all around us, just waiting to be documented. Based on the extensive numbers of food photos that I see on Facebook and Instagram, I'm convinced that while some people may find the practice of snapping a picture before taking a bite a little bit annoying, we all know that there are valuable memories wrapped up in those images. So let's explore some recipes for turning those food glimpses into a four course meal of memories this is 10 minutes in scrapbooking welcome to episode 7. today we're cooking up some tasty food memories get used to it my friends i'm all about the food pun today before the advent of facebook and instagram there were only three real food related photos that i ever remember taking the first is only half related to food It was the obligatory family photo taken every year around the table at Thanksgiving. You got one shot. Hope your eyes were open and no one was sticking out their tongue. The second is my wedding cake. The third scenario of socially acceptable food photos has to do with when each son first started eating real food. Those were some messy and yet deliciously cute pictures. However, since the social media has become so much a part of our lives, and since so many people have freewheeling access to a camera all the time, food photos have definitely become a thing. Food is a fantastic memory marker for milestone events. Food memories can be very sensorial and instantly transportive. And if we're honest, food memory markers can also bring up things that maybe we'd like to forget as well. I'm probably not going to be documenting those. You'll have to decide about that for yourself. I bet when you heard me begin to introduce today's topic, you immediately thought of some important food-related stories that you could document. But if not, here are a few other appetizers that I hope will help you unearth some food memory markers and the stories behind them. Consider any great food traditions. Do the holiday meals you share with family and friends always involve a specific dish? Like, for example, pistachio salad? Um, what? You don't know about pistachio salad? Certainly, you've never had a holiday meal at the Burnett table. Is there someone in your family who has a specialty for which they are famous? Does that person share his or her famous recipe or is it kept top secret? Do certain events dictate certain meals, either traditional or non-traditional? Have you ever experienced a monumental meal prep failure? Do members of your family cook together on a regular basis? Are there certain food related tasks that are forever relegated to certain people like grilling or cookie baking? Who taught you what you know about cooking? Do you enjoy food shows on television or watch demonstrations on YouTube? Let's turn to special events for a moment. Do you celebrate birthdays with fancily decorated cakes? Is there one person in your family or circle of friends that specializes in baking? If you had a wedding, who made your wedding cake? Were you happy with it? Thinking back, did you eat at restaurants growing up? Is going out for a meal at a restaurant a celebratory event now, or is it more of an everyday occurrence? When you were dating, did you have any interesting food experiences? Do you enjoy the procurement of wild-caught food, such as fishing, shrimping, hunting, crabbing, or foraging? What about drinks? Are you a coffee connoisseur? Do you have a favorite cocktail or mixed drink? Are you knowledgeable about wines? Are you addicted to Diet Coke? Are you a nutritional drink enthusiast? Do you handcraft smoothie concoctions at home? Do you have an undying love for sonic ice? If you do, can I get an amen? Do you have strong feelings about the proper way to enjoy tea? You know in a cold mason jar with tons of ice, actual cane sugar stirred in while it's hot and served with a wedge or two of fresh-sliced lemon. Not that I have strong feelings about sweet tea or anything. Do you have childhood memories of weird food combinations or cases of mistaken food identity? Like that one time when your youngest brother scooped up a bowlful of what he thought was ice cream at a buffet restaurant, only it turned out that he'd actually helped himself to a nice bowl of cold butter. (laughs) And of course you never let him live it down. Do you enjoy cooking or not? Have you documented your favorite recipes and restaurants? Have you ever toured a wine or food manufacturing facility? Do you make multiple circles around the Costco on free sample day? Clearly that was a question written before we entered the pandemic. Do you have a food garden or grow herbs in your kitchen window? Do you pack lunches every day for yourself or your significant other or your children? Do you support your local food pantry? Do you provide meals for friends in time of crisis? Do you plan trips around certain desirable food destinations? Do you pray before meals? Do you enjoy visiting farms and growers and picking your own food from the vine, tree, or stalk, such as blueberries, blackberries, apples, or pumpkins? Frankly, it was a visit to the blueberry farm that made me want to talk about food memories. Have your food habits been altered during the pandemic? How has that affected you? Do you have food rituals, such as something you eat at certain times every day? Do you hide certain treats away and enjoy them when you are all alone? Do you know what it means to be food insecure? Do you live near a grocery store, have to travel a long distance to shop for food, or do you have your groceries delivered? Has that changed in the pandemic? Do you collect vintage cookbooks or did you inherit a beloved cookbook from an older friend or relative? Have you ever taken a cooking class? Have you had cross-cultural food experiences? Do you have sentimental food stories about a child's enthusiasm for certain foods? Have you made major life changes based on the foods you consume or have you chosen to forego certain foods? What led you down that path? Have you ever worked in a restaurant? Have you ever volunteered at a food bank or prepared meals in a disaster recovery effort? Have you ever cooked over an open fire? Do you collect tea tales or certain kinds and styles of dishes? It seems to me that documenting a handful of our food-related stories can help us present a well-rounded collection of stories of real life in the pages of our scrapbooks. And we can certainly give those food photos extra flavor by attaching memorable stories to them. I hope that you will choose from the buffet of possibilities and document your food-related memories in the pages of your scrapbook. If you have food memories of any kind that you would like to document and share, Join the conversation in our Facebook group or use the hashtag foodmemories on Instagram and we'll be sure to look you up. While we don't need a cleanup on aisle seven, there is one note of housekeeping. In episode six, I mentioned that we now have a blog and then I promptly gave you the incorrect address. Don't throw rotten tomatoes at me, please. Just visit our actual blog at 10 minutes in scrapbooking. That's all one word. 10 minutes in scrapbooking dot If you are currently an active creative memories advisor or a Stampin' Up demonstrator and you would like to talk about your company for maybe say 10 minutes on the topic of scrapbooking, please reach out. That's all our time for today. I hope you'll join me for episode eight, where we are going to discuss the topic that made me want to start a podcast. It's going to be a feast, I promise. I'll see you then.